Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, I want to dive into something I've been thinking about and playing around with in my own life, and I know a lot of us experiment with. We'll just put it that way. You know, this is a concept that's come up on a couple podcasts, just talking to, you know, who I speak to on this show. We tend to be the busy type A high performers who are just go, go, go all the time and really suck at making time or taking time for ourselves and just push and push and push. And generally that leads to a crash. And I know I've been guilty of this for most of my life. And I'm sure many of you have struggled with this as well. And maybe, you know, we're all in different places of how this works. And what I found really interesting, both in what I've been studying in my PhD program and just in like experimenting with in my own life in general, is finding ways to actually tune in to our body and using that as an indicator of what we should do that day in terms of exercise, in terms of how we treat ourselves, in terms of, you know, what we take on for the day. And part of this came from um, before I even started, actually took a biofeedback class. But before I started doing that, I had told my husband that what I wanted for either my Christmas or my birthday, my birthday's Christmas Eve. So, you know, one or the other you get to pick, dear, but was an aura ring. And if you're not familiar with these, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. But what it is, and, you know, he looked at it and was like, isn't that just kind of like your watch? Because I have an Apple watch too. And I was like, yeah, but no. And so what the aura ring is, that's different is, you know, it's this ring. I, if you're watching this on video, I have it on, on my, my finger, you know, it's not pretty and sorry, ladies, it's not really attractive, but it has sensors in it and it measures things like your temperature and your heart rate and calculates heart rate variability, which is something that's very important. We're going to talk about in just a second. And then based on that, and it, it looks at how you sleep and how well you slept and how much, you know, deep sleep you got in REM sleep and how often you were awake and what the total time in bed was and looks at like lots and lots of data points that this puts in. And then based on all that, it actually gives you a readiness score for the day and calculates how active you should be based on how your body is functioning. And why I share this is, you know, I, I was thinking about doing this episode and I'm like, most of us should be aware enough of ourselves to know like, hey, today's a day where I can, you know, push myself harder and or not. But the reality is we're so disconnected that it's not. And since I got this ring, I've been utilizing it to, you know, just paying attention to my readiness score for the day. And getting curious about the things that affect that. Like travel was pretty rough on it. I'll not lie. Getting home at 4 a.m. didn't go so well. Found out I actually sleep on airplanes, but that's, that's beside the point. You know, using it to really dictate and allow myself to be okay with whatever choices I make, especially around like physical exercise and activity or just kind of taking it easy. And what I found is 
kind of unique because I, there's so many tools and things out there that you can use. You don't have to use the aura ring and I'll, I'll share a little bit more about it. I don't get anything for this. I just, I I'm enjoying using it. That's probably why I'm showing up talking about this, but you know, like I have the Apple watch too and the Apple watch will send me notifications like, Hey, you didn't meet, you didn't close all your rings. You got to close those rings, girl. You got to do it. And that may be well and good for some people, but for a lot of us who function in this world of high performance and not paying attention to ourselves and, you know, putting everyone else first and all this stuff, we need the tools that aren't going to push us harder necessarily. They're going to make us pause and actually pay attention and start to listen to ourselves. So with all that, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode just in kind of bringing all this together. But the first thing I want to ask you is like, how connected are you to your body and what is going on with it? Like, how aware are you of things like your heart rate and your breathing rate and whether or not your temperature is fluctuating, which ladies, that that happens with our menstrual cycle. So as we get closer to when we actually bleed, if you're still cycling, your temperature will elevate a little bit and then it comes back down after after that. And as we approach ovulation, it'll go up again. You have these ebbs and flows with that. So if you're doing, you know, natural flaming planning is a means of either preventing or getting pregnant. A great tool to have is, you know, something like an aura ring where you're not relying on a digital thermometer. It's just kind of calculating that stuff for you. Neither here nor there. What my point with all this is, is like, how in tune are you really with your body? And are you utilizing tools that could be helpful, but are maybe pushing you too hard too much, keeping that stress cycle that we always talk about on this show engaged so that you're, you know, continuing to stress your body out in negative ways, in ways it doesn't need, and never actually giving yourself time to rest and recover. A lot of why this is coming up at towards the end of the year um, in our last group coaching call, I did an exercise with women in my program. A lot of them listen to the show. So ladies, if you missed it, there's a recording, but, you know, we looked at, we look at seven different areas of life and just grade them basically, you know, look at how well are we doing in each of these areas. And there are things like nourishment and um, strength and resilience and, you know, our perspective on life, all all these different things. But one of them is rest. And how much rest are we getting? How much sleep are we getting? You know, how, how, how well do we build time for that into our lives? And literally every single person on the call, there are probably, I think, 10 of us that were live doing that. And same for me rest was the lowest thing. And I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting? And so now I have this ring that tells me what days, like on the days that I need to just rest. And so I've just been really aware of, you know, engaging with, okay, my body's telling me I need to rest today and becoming more aware of what that feels like. Not like I have to rely on a piece of technology to indicate that for us. But at the same time in this world of technology and busyness and advancement and all this stuff, a lot of us actually need the technology in order to tune ourselves back in. So what I want to kind of leave you with in this, and this this whole idea and this whole concept is getting into what we call biofeedback. It's literally using parts of your biology, biology and physiology to tune into your body. And then there's kind of two parts of it. So it's tuning into your body and understanding what's going on. And then making conscious changes to some of the things that happen unconsciously in our heads to impact that and make changes to your physiology. Hopefully that makes sense. So you're tuning in and then you're bringing 
consciousness to the unconscious things like breathing, for example, that are going on because we actually have some ways to control that with our thoughts and with different things that we can do. So some of you may have come across this concept. I know I was first introduced to it in physical therapy and I went through physical therapy for, I've shared a little bit on the show. Um, I had a pelvic floor thing after having my son. I'd actually had vulvodynia for years up to that. And that's where, you know, it just hurts all the time down there, ladies. Like there's a a misfiring going on where the nerve endings in your vulva are just constantly on. And so, you know, pain with intercourse, pain with urination, pain, like all the time, all the time pain. And I got over it enough and then had a baby and it came back with the baby. And so my therapist trained me to use biofeedback. So tuning into the body and paying attention and then rewiring the signals going to my brain. And a lot of that was working through some of the fear and stuff I had around pain and then it would hurt. And so it was about taking back control and all this. And so we all have the ability to use some of these things, whether you're relying on a piece of, you know, I'm not going to lie, this ring is not cheap. It's like 300 bucks. Whether you're relying on a $300 piece of technology, it's about the same as the Apple watch, right? Or you're just really making time to key into yourself. You can do this with deep breathing. So, you know, one of the things I have started to learn and implement is taking really deep breaths, starting at the base of your spine at the sacrum and gradually like just feeling that energy and that breath moving up your spine all the way up and all the way up into the top of your head. And you might find some areas where it's stuck. I know I get this, like I tend to be I'm a chiropractor, you know, have some issues in the lower part of my neck. And so I'll feel like it's stuck, like the air doesn't want to go up. And so we just, I keep doing it until it can come fully and naturally. And as you do that, you're going to change your heart rate. You change your breathing rate. You change, you know, your brain physiology and the signals that it's sending out. So it actually starts to calm down and de-stress. All this stuff can help with things like pain or anxiety or, you know, even depression. A lot of that stuff is if you just take the time to key in and tune into yourself and bring conscious awareness to what is going on inside because our bodies are programmed to just you know they do they keep us alive they you know our heart beats we breathe our brain functions we know when we have to go to the bathroom and when not we know when we're hungry and when we're not hopefully you know that's not being driven by emotions but there are certain things that are just happening on autopilot and the more we can tune into that, the more we can learn about ourselves and what we truly actually need in any given moment. And then we can work on how we provide that for ourselves. So hopefully this makes sense and just helps you start to think about all of this and really key in and tune into yourself. You know, I'm becoming more and more interested in things like heart rate variability, for example. That's looking at averages of your heart rate through the course of the day and basically, you know, what's, what's the gap and what's the difference and the, the greater that is actually. And so, you know, the more flexibility your heart has basically like you're having moments of increase and moments of decrease. And it's also matters what your resting heart rate is as well, but the greater that flexibility, the healthier you are, the better your heart, your body's responding to things like stress and, and life and the better it's, it's set to survive. And, you know, the lower that is like, you're kind of just stuck in the cycle where maybe your heart rate's a little elevated and it just stays there. It never comes down. And so those are all things that if we can learn this about ourselves sooner, before something bad happens, before we develop some sort of disease process from it, then we have the ability to start making changes in our lifestyle and in the things that we do each day that will have a bigger impact on our 
health and on our bodies than if we are to just go through life ignoring it like so many of us do. So like I said, I hope this serves you, just gives you some insight, inspiration. You know, if you are using something like some of the technology that's out there, like the Apple Watch, I'm not saying the Apple Watch is a bad thing. I've had mine for years. I love it. I'm kind of, you know, I have to have it on each day and not, I got it for the health aspects of it, right? And so it measures things like your heart rate. I haven't seen it do actual heart rate variability before, but it also, it doesn't adjust your goals and whatnot based on how your body's actually doing it. I just caution you, because I've been guilty of this, of pushing yourself too hard when you really actually need to rest. Because I know if I have something yelling at me like, hey, you need to move, you need to do this. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go do it. Um, Whereas a lot of times we actually need to say like, no, actually, I really don't. Like I need to chill today because I was up till 4 a.m. or whatever it was. And we will get make far greater strides in our health tuning in in that way because it really allows our bodies to have those moments to actually de-stress, to actually deal with what it needs to deal with. And obviously if you're constantly, you know, running on empty and you're like, for example, I have this readiness score thing and like for the most part, I average pretty good and I'm like, my body's ready and I'm ready to go and all that. And there's been some days where I needed to just chill, especially around traveling. You know, if you're averaging where you're always in that mode of needing to chill and you're always stressed and all that, that's where we start to have, you know, look and need to make some impacts and changes in your life so that you can start to increase some of that stuff. It might be with sleep. It might be with, you know, when you're eating at night, it might be with stress. It, it could be with a lot of different things, but it gives you the insight and the information and keys into what you really need to focus on and look at. Well, also giving you the space mentally, I think is my biggest thing with this. Why I like the aura ring over the Apple watch. Some of the other things I've seen out there is, you know, mentally it's making that shift of say, like really being honest about, Hey, how's my body doing today and helping me tune into that. And I think that's so important and so key and something so many of us are missing as busy, high-performing women. So I hope this helped serve you and we will see you on Thursday with another awesome interview. And then I will be back next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.